Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. You are listening to 3CR's Spoken Word, and I am George O'Hara. And today we have a live after-gig show for you today from the Due West Festival, the Found and Sound in Footscray. As part of the Due West Festival, we're playing at the Night Heron tonight, and I Happened to catch up with Steve Smart, Lauren Steinberg, and Jez P.A. Spillman. So we'll be hearing a bunch of poems and some chattering and nattering from the bunch of us. So let's get straight into the poetry, and we're going to start with Steve Smart. What does Footscray sound like? From the edges, all is transport. Planes overhead to Telemarine or from Avalon. Trains roar, rumble, V-line suburban freight. All hours of the night, sometimes the house shakes. Geelong Road to the west is never quiet. Witten oval sirens blare at odd times. You can always tell by the bright highlights when something's going on there at night. Hear the PA announcements for school groups boarding carnivals. An echo as if far away. It's just across the road. Towards the centre, it's all voices. The throb of the markets, chatter of the bakeries, people in the street speaking so many languages from corner to corner. Drunks hurling epithets as bottle shops close. The remembered television voice of Franco Kotsu, a few steps from Centrelink. I hear he's still around, but I have not been so fortunate and never have gone inside. Towards Seddon, it's dogs and kids and coffee machines, all fashionably attired and wired into ideas I don't really understand. Then at night, all is quiet. The cafe's closed, not much to hear. Victoria to Charles Street, you can spit, watch it catch the wind and hit no one. I often wonder why so few stay open later. Students hover near the Vic Union campuses, but then, no offence to uni students, they all sort of sound the same wherever you are, and why are they always laughing? And no one speaks faster than Vietnamese grocers, familiar from the place I used to live, Abbotsford seems, a long time ago now. Men and machines seem to dig up a street, what feels like every other day they may be looking for that phantom gas leak. Men, machines merge with all the other sounds except the days when we do not hear the postperson's motorbike if they can't pass through. Once we lived across the road from the home in the Footscray marching band, you get used to the sound of a bass drum and a tuba. I miss it sometimes, and the theatre next door, but not the noise of construction preparing to block out the sun. Footscray is always under construction. You say it's far from where you live. It's hard to get to so unknown. But when the trains are kind, you'll find it's much closer than you thought. 
And then traffic's easy just to skip and a jump from the center of the city and only distant by reputation, dark and forbidding from the outside, not the in. Our sky is much the same as yours. People friendly if you aren't hostile, and while it might feel different, whoever said that was so bad? The city is ripe with all kinds of terrain. A postcard is only a photo taken. Melbourne stretches so far, you could live a whole life and never see it all. And Footscray's not Belgrave or Eltham or Paran. And Deer Park is not Rosanna. Scary, Rosanna. But St Kilda's not Blackburn either. If you live your whole life in Dandenong, you might find Footscray quite to your liking. Me, I've lived here, there, all over. I am certainly happiest here. It's not far to come for an hour. You might find plenty to do. The trains run just like anywhere we too have our city views. These are poems that I've come up with for a show called Fountain Sound in Footscray. It's part of the Jewest Festival. I've been living in Footscray for a number of years. Uh, I've never written really that much about Footscray, so this is a nice opportunity uh, to do so. I didn't move to Footscray to escape where I was. I came here for love. To be closer to one, convenience's sake, fell in love with the place bit by bit. In my third house now, stable for a while, happy to be close to the center, a short walk to everything we need. Easy to travel if the work is elsewhere, a hub, a gateway, a place to call home as the west sprawls from our doorstep. I admit that it scared me a little, not knowing which way I should go. Little Saigon Market could be formidable when everyone understood it, but you, the glares that you got going wrong way in what was clearly a one-way aisle, clearly a one-way aisle, and the counters to pay Similar produce were not at all selling, not at all selling the same. Not at all the sounds, the smells competing for volume and intensity. I admit it scared me a little, a little bit determined I was to persevere. And then, when the fire came, we all mourned. A little piece of Footscray taken away. Yes, indeed. Uh, next up, we have a Lauren Steinberg reading, so let's have a listen to some of Lauren's poetry about Footscray. Sometimes at night, wandering around Footscray, I look up at power lines and laugh. Sometimes people I couldn't see in the dark start looking up too to see what I'm seeing, and sometimes they just cross the street to avoid me. I can't really blame them. I'd probably be nervous too if I weren't standing around in the dark laughing like, well... Anything could happen. Crazy laughing women in the dark in Footscray. Mostly it's just that I saw a really fat possum. Overhanging the power lines on all sides, staring back like it can make me stop seeing it if it just looks confused enough. Possums always seem to think they're invisible and are so shocked and confused when they find out they're not. It's funny, right? It's funny to me. And just because I'm crazy doesn't mean I'm wrong to be laughing. Take it where you can. It's good for you. 
Sometimes during the day when I walk around Footscray, I whistle at interesting looking, at looking birds. I can't possibly be the first. There's certainly enough people whistling and worse. At least the birds I whistle at might return it. And bird is not just a really stupid word describing women. Mostly though, they just tilt their heads a little and shrug their wings like, what the hell are you doing? Sometimes when I get overly involved in thinking about a conversation, I could at some point be having, filling in the blanks for the person I imagine having it with, I mmm in agreement with their theoretical position on whatever issue and nod while I walk gesturing with my hands as if explaining something overly complicated, look up and realize I'm not alone. And people are looking at me the way birds do when you whistle at them and I'm looking back like a surprised possum in the dark and I have to remember not to start laughing and that stopping to explain is just going to make it worse. So I keep walking a little faster now any spring in my step has become more of a skip with a hint of a sprint and no from the outside looking in I probably look crazy which I am but not in a bad way. It's just I'm one of those people you see wandering around footscray mumbling to themselves just quietly. We're pretty harmless, really. Get a little wound up, but that's about it. One time, though, I just woke up angry. Really furious, didn't know what to do with this weirdly disconnected mood. So I invited someone over and we drank all the booze. About a third of a bottle and went walking to get more, thinking if I just had a drink I could calm down or get some perspective or write something new. This was a while back. An early evening in Footscray was pretty deserted, shops all shuttered and Coles was being refurbished, barely any traffic and one lone plastic bag tumbleweeding its way down Barclay Street. On the way I discovered it was contagious. A few other people in Footscray had somehow caught the same rage. One guy was just shouting and air kicking away at a picture of vegetables, like corn and lettuce just made him really angry. Someone else took offence at something a postbox did and was screaming and swearing and standing over it like get Postbox, everything is your fault. A couple more were spotted zigzagging their way around, obstacles only their feet could see, and randomly swearing and screaming. And that one lone plastic bag blew past like a sad movie prop after a really quiet apocalypse. And it was perfect. It was summer daylight saving, so it was warm and still light enough not to worry about dark places, and I realised I wasn't that angry, comparatively. The walls and the window adverts and post boxes had done nothing to me to deserve being kicked and I saw the rage was catching and we were all wondering about sort of hurt and confused by this weird mood and we were all crazy and I fit right in suddenly comfortable being crazy where I live. It's not the worst thing and I've lived other places and had worse days and never fit in like that before outside of a psych ward, which is the sort of thing I generally avoid, have done for years now. It's gotten to be or always has been like you can't take your crazy anywhere these days without having to take it home again before somebody tells on you for being really just a bit too unusual. But not here, not always anyway. Sometimes people cross the street, it's true, even if you aren't really doing anything to hurt anyone and sometimes they look too. Sometimes when you laugh in the street after dark and somebody sees you, they start laughing too and everything is all good. Because possums are funny. And it's 1am. And really, what's the worst it could possibly do? Footscray is where whistling for the cat's dinner makes the street whistle back. Where wine bottles direct traffic at intersections, where lemons overhang streets and are picked freely, where dogs and cats are lost and found daily and everyone asks how they are online. 
where we exchange the most random things, advice, lost phones, found toys, for the most random things, pruned trees, dog walking, costume hats. Where my hat gets blown off and a strong wind crosses three lanes of traffic and gets handed back by a stranger the ten second restoration of faith in humanity on a bad day. Where over 200 languages are spoken daily and leave me always hungry for new words. Where minds scrape the edges of meaning and gesture, body language and song wanting to understand. I have never before lived knowing my neighbours so well, so many people on nearby streets, people who will keep track of spare keys, swap easy cooking recipes and everything you need from friends in a city without family. Where I've moved house four times in five years and always stay in Footscray. Don't know where I'll go if they raise the rent again. Don't know what I'll do if the gentrifying continues. Don't have a problem with change exactly. Just think it should be driven by the people at most effects. Still, this is where I'll be if anyone is looking. This is where hope and hangovers, happiness and rage, stumbling and singing, screaming and laughing, meet, move and balance by dancing. Footscray is a small part of every place folded into one. He tells me I remind him of his mother. There was a war, a lot of awful things. His mother died, he came here. He shows me his scars, so many scars. He's drunk, we're on a train. Footscray station isn't far now. He tells me he's killed people. There is vomit on his sleeve, I can smell it. He leans in, tells me his mother was beautiful and he cries. I have to go home. I don't remember his face. I remember the shape of his shoulders hunching in when he started to shake. I wished him luck and left for home. Little girls in their princess best, floating yellow paper boats after the rain has stopped. Deep puddles on dead end streets, crates and boxes labelled free, random things someone is bound to need. The post-rain industrial smell of petrichor and tin wet leaves and somewhere around here a gas leak. So they dig up the street again and again for over a week. They left the potholes for puddles and paper boats and the smell of warm tar, overturned earth and still slowly decaying. Another of the artists that was performing as part of this festival was Jez P.A. Spillman, and here is his poem entitled Ants. Ants. Sitting in the sun waiting for the V-line train, cutting my fingernails. Thought it might be inappropriate, but I didn't have time to do it at home before I left. It was quiet, despite several people also waiting on the platform. No one talking. The clippers seemed loud, louder than footsteps, louder than the hushed brushing of gum leaves in the trees nearby. Click, 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 now clippings flinging. When I finished, I looked from my well-manicured hands to the ground, and I thought maybe I should pick them up and put them in the bin. But they're biodegradable, organic matter, while people still put cigarette butts out on the ground and leave them there. Then I saw an ant trying to drag one of my clipped nails away. I found this amusing, fascinating, and I was strangely relieved. My fingernails were going to be used, somehow by this ant. At first I didn't, it didn't seem strong enough, 
couldn't quite get the right grip. It was a long thumbnail. I thought of cutting it in half to help. The insect could haul it off in parts. It was ridding the evidence of my public grooming after all. Was it taking it to be eaten or used as building material? Or both? I looked away for a few seconds to check when the train was arriving. It was running late. That's okay. When I looked back, the nail clipping was gone. I scanned around and saw the ant. It had finally gotten a good hold on it and was dragging my discarded thumbnail away. This made me happy. How triumphant. Good on you, little fella. I watched as it laboriously dragged its prize further along the asphalt. Determined. My train arrived. I picked up my bags. The ant and I parted. Long travels along established paths and constructed tunnels. Large luggage for tiny creatures, used for domestic purposes, the benefit of others, a family, a colony, small achievements. That ant's innocent instinctive effort made me smile. Sleep with surrender. Hanging ambiguous silhouetted gallows. Run maze blind, no signs of slowing. Teeth showing, eyes, mouth, heart, wide open. Slide over, sober blood flowing. Blowing out candles to turn on a screen. Swipe, swine, swipe. Shy away from the light of this handheld device. I can't handle the harsh luminescence of your fires their presence enhances ominous puppeteers shadows that dance climb walls play tricks with the scent of smoking candle wicks prefer to call on total darkness engulf all evanescence delete cleanse reset the senses Allow deep noir essence to envelope me in warm blankets. Meditative silence confirms sentience. I hide from mindfulness. In star-spun night confide. Let silver moon follow. Take us inside. Remake us in dark matter. The space in between spaces that holds our multiverse together. Let us end this day. Our daily bread. No forgiveness, no trespass. Excuse me if I eject your tapes, discs and hard drives from my head. Regurgitate shattered glass. Reject misrepresentation. Don't confuse the situation. We are not helpless. We are responsible in every way. Sleep with surrender. Death in my own hands defenseless i lay my guns down accept the waves yes 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 i've repented this night this small death fills me with wonder with feet still grounded in earth and water i fly off to a world further from this hear the laughter of Booming thunder, though no gods above or below, no crowned king looking down from heaven's tower. 
forgiveness a splinter in your finger. Yet you cry like it's a mortal wound. Argue all you want. File fine-tuned perspectives as I turn from your elective morality. Irrespective of belief systems, religion, his stories, hard looping lesson, forget what you were taught, second guess, games, guess, Sunday school, confession, sessions, blessings. There's nothing to do but embrace the ending. Nature isn't selective, defending your rights, though the earth's evolving ecosystem has no heart. Though you know kindness has no part in any leader's regressive, aggressive, repressive absorption incentive. How do you think us humans have come so far? Maybe I'm just jaded, insensitive. But they don't care how or even whether you live. I truly love and appreciate what you give, but maybe it's time to be a little bit more inventive. Sticks, stones, rope and fire. Sticks, stones, rope and fire. Excuse the preaching and cynicism. I'm sick of giving in to a continuous repetition of pessimism, witnessing perpetual ignorance, while idiot adults argue against feminism. Scared, ego-driven boys hiding in the skins of men. What are you giving in this game you are living? Breathing and speaking like it's a slam poetry competition what are you giving put your suggestions in the box your feedback means a lot to us while you believe we improve culture and quality of life those vultures feed off your guts and peck out your eyes rewards card flybys um no thanks another barcode scam scanned for the banks Let's step in front of the drive-through, drive-by, arms outstretched, crucified, bodies bounce off bumpers, hit the pavement, gone, done, dusted, goodbye. What am I giving, I ask myself. Decide. It's not just the core, the ideals, the beliefs, but all of the self. Not just imprints, printouts, dismissive lazy handouts. Don't smugly shrug this off. I want to hear you shout from the crowd. Respond or choose to surrender and say goodnight to your world. 100 Hills. I'm excited. They're coming home. I tap dance while washing the dishes and talking to the yabbies and the fishes in the tank in the kitchen. I'm excited. They're coming home. It's like the sun rising after a cold and scary night. I'm excited. They're coming home. There'll be laughter. There'll be mess. There'll be bike rides, songs and tiredness. There'll be snacks, glitter and makeovers for Dad. There'll be lots of strange behaviour from all three of us. Some of it good. Some of it bad. They're coming home and I'm so glad. I can't sit still. With all this excitement, I could climb 100 hills because when they arrive, the house comes alive. They are coming home, marching down the street, eyes on a treat, and I can't wait. I think I hear the gate. I have to take my leave, if you please. Meet and greet my kids. I need to go and play. They're coming home and I'm so excited. Exit. Empty seat, moulds it over, waits, 
She folds the ticket. Nervous fingers. Looks at the train. Awaiting passengers. Stands. Walks in a circle. Looks at the exit. Wipes away tears. Building up in corners. She wants to go. Looks up. The orange twilight reminds her. Warmth. Looks at the train. Open doors. Unfolds the ticket. She knows. Stands. Walks. Along the platform. Risk. Feels like she's doing something wrong. He doesn't know. She tears up the ticket. He should know. Exit. Dries her face. Knows she's doing the right thing. Not running. Walks out of the station. Towards the tram stop. She knows. Resolve this. Embrace this. Face this. Or exit.